Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 215 of Keep Moving Forward with me, your host, Anthony DiDomenico, coming to you live every Monday night, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, live on Facebook, live on Instagram over at Comic Anthony D. But as always, the podcast is available at anchor.fm slash KMF podcast. Also on iTunes. And while you're on iTunes, please don't forget to five-star rate and review. It's very important to five-star rate and review, especially with the name change and the category changes. Just very simple. You like the podcast, you listen. I know you guys are listening, so just give a five-star rate and review. I'm begging you. This is me begging you to do it, so please make me happy. I'll share it on social media and brag about the best podcast listeners out there. That's you guys. Built Bar is dropping a new flavor. If you go to my Instagram, um, I'll have a review up by the time you listen to this podcast. If you're listening live, it'll be tonight. They sent me a little sample. Um, it is like a shamrock one, and I'm really hoping it tastes like a shamrock shake. If it doesn't, I will throw it against the wall, and I'll take a picture of that, and you can see that thrown against the wall, and you know not to get it. But you want to buy Built Bars, they're awesome. Go to BuiltBar.com. Use code WWBROPODCAST. Save yourself at least 10% off your order. Sail Away Coffee, my favorite nitro brew, Long Island Company, so you know I got to get behind it, but it ships all over the country. Use code WWBRO10 at SailAwayCoffee.com, and you'll save yourself 10% off your order. The link tree in my uh, the link in my link tree for John Ziegler's GoFundMe is still live. As you guys know, my buddy John Ziegler's been on the podcast before, battling cancer, and this helps him, you know, pay his bills day to day. You know, living, he's not really able to work. He's getting back in the swing of things, but once you can go support him over at Comic Anthony D in my link tree, the John Ziegler GoFundMe. Uh, John will be a guest on an upcoming episode. He's going to be doing a album this year in May, and he's going to be on the podcast before then to promote, so definitely uh, I'll give you a heads up on that. And he'll thank you himself for all the donations because you guys have been awesome with that. That being said, there will be a bonus episode this week over our Patreon, patreon.com slash Podcast, because I have a guest tonight. And on the Patreon page, you'll have the bonus episodes, the past episodes as well, patreon.com slash Podcast. And I'm very excited uh, to welcome my guest tonight, uh, Courtney, hold, let me get the thing here. Courtney, how you doing tonight? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing awesome. I'm so happy to have you here on the podcast uh, because I got to well know you from the Wine Over Matter podcast. Yes, love them. Love Laura and Steph. And um, yeah, we were just saying this is the first time I've done a podcast that's not their podcast. So, Oh, this is the first one that's not theirs? Yeah, I was just thinking I've never done a podcast without Laura because we did that Big Brother one together. So okay. that was like an extension. Uh, I think, yeah, I think she might be my safety blanket. <laughs> well, it's good. To, it's good to have that. I mean, gotta, yeah, you got to be comfortable, especially when you're doing something where you're going to be talking um, in front of a, a large audience of people, even if it's just like, yeah. you know, like now we're doing a live. So I know that that's unlike most podcasts. They don't go live. I, I, I do because um I'm stubborn and stuck in my ways, and I come from regular terrestrial radio, so um, I don't know any way to do something. So if it's not broken, I don't fix it. <laughs> yeah, might as well. So uh, like I said, Discovery to the Wine Over Matter podcast. Your episodes are like my favorite episodes. Um, oh, thank you. You guys just really gel together, and I'm really excited that you're going to be joining them like once a month now for like dating updates. I know. I love them. They had texted me about it, and I was like, wait, did I read this right? Like, yes, this would be awesome. Like, so I'm, I'm excited. We'll see what kind of chaos comes from that, but it'll be fun. Okay. You know what it is? Cause I'm like an old washwoman. I love listening to gossip. I love like, <laughs> like horror, horror dating stories. And like, they're all in good relationships on that show. Now it's like, you know, Steph's, know. Steph's like, I, I don't have like the, the dating. I need it. So like when they had you on a couple of weeks ago and like, we're going to do this every month. I'm like, Oh yes. Dating stories. I need them. Not that I'm happy that you're going through bad dating stories, but no, totally. Just as no, a listener, I, I, cause it's, I can relate to it. I, I have it, my own. Exactly. You know, we've talked about it a little bit. It, it definitely makes for good content. Um, I will say that. So it'll be good because I know, you know, a few people have said like, oh, you should do a podcast. And I'm like, I just don't even know like what I would talk about. I definitely don't know how to do any of it. So this is like a happy medium where they have to have all the responsibility and I can just come on and complain once a month about my dating life and go from there. 
Well, sure. And you have a, a separate Instagram account, see uh, Coco Date, wh- yeah. which is hilarious. Um, the well, things that you post on there. Well, that, that's not hilarious. Again, once it, these things are going on. But no, I know, I know. The fact that you find humor in this, I mean, you have to, right? You Well, you do have to. And, you know, for your listeners who don't know, I was married. Um, I'm, I am i don't know if I can still say recently divorced. So it'll be two years um, coming up in May. That's recent. So, yeah, yeah, but so I was with my ex-husband since I was 17. So I never did online dating. And you would hear things, but you thought, it can't be that bad. And then you're on it and you're like, no, it's actually worse than you ever imagined. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it is, it is that bad, but, but there have been good things that have come out of it also. So it's not all complaints. And like you said, it's, it's funny. And I think, um, I get a lot of messages from people who are like happily married and they're just like, Oh, thank God that's not me. And I'm like, well, congrats. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> it's true. Thank though, you like- for reminding me that it's not you. I, I see people like my, my brother met his wife back really before there was internet. They met, you know, they met at a, a bar and, you know, he didn't have to go through the whole swiping right and left. And I'm, yeah. I'm, that's, you know, people that had never had to do that. I'm like so jealous. And like, like I said, you met your husband, ex-husband when you were 17. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, it was, a, you know, no, I didn't think even when like I first started online dating in the early, like in the early mid 2000s, late, you know, late 2000s. I never thought it'd be like this. No. Like, this is insane what's going on. That's like, you can't, and I, you know, I was, I did a show in um, Princeton, New Jersey a couple of weeks ago, and there was an older couple, I'm actually, you know, I'm 40, I'm 42, so they were probably close to 50, and I, I was going to say to them, like, oh my, like, how'd you guys meet? I'm jealous that you guys didn't, you guys met in real life, and like, no, no, this is like our third date. We met on Hinge. Yeah, and then I got into the whole like how creepy hinges now with the voice feature and like you know, you know people talking I, on that. I just that's so funny you mentioned that. So I do have a voice prompt on mine. I wasn't going to do it, and then I thought, you know what, what the heck? Um, but there is a guy, and I don't know if you've run into this situation where you kind of see the same people a lot on these apps right and so it's like I just got out of a seven-month relationship and I get back on there and it's the same guys and I'm like what the heck like no new crap like I don't know but so there's this guy I've matched with him on like every app we have a mutual friend so we actually are Facebook friends now um every time he says he wants a relationship and then every time nothing comes of it so he um added a voice prompt recently I saw him again on hinge and I um it was like his voice was not what I expected. Like, you know, sometimes you just have like an idea of what someone's going to sound like. Yes. And I thought, wow, that is not what I expected at all. So I'm now I'm just like listening to every prompt, even if I'm not interested in that person, because I just want to hear like what they're saying. And some of them are some of them are really funny. Like if you're a funny person, which I'm not creative enough, but some of them are very funny the way they, whatever prompt they pick and then how they answered the question. And I do like that. So, but yeah, sometimes it's um, creepy and I don't, it's, I would say it's hit or miss. I'm sure you'd probably agree with that. Yeah. I think it's, it's easier for women to do that voice that a prompt because I think Mm. guys just naturally come off creepier on a dating site to me. That's just, because what am I talking Things I like, I like Star Wars. I like professional wrestling. I'm already talking myself out of the game here. Um, like, yeah, it's like, oh uh, yeah, I have wrestling belts. Oh, you know, like, what am I going to, what am I going to talk about? I don't know what to say into this like little, little prompt. I know. I know it's, um, it is there's, and I will say, I know a few people who are married to people that they met online, the people I'm friends with. Um, but even I would say I've been doing it for two years. I would say it's been really bad the last year. And I definitely know from, I'll like read on Reddit and things like that. People who are saying they did it three, four, five years ago, and it was not like this at all. So I'm not really sure what happened, but, um, yeah, it's not a great time. I, I guess. To be I, I, I know exactly what happened. They, uh, they, they locked us away for two years Yeah, and now we're, <laughs> and people I think that were a little, you know, Eh, or even more that way now. And it's just like, I said, I was talking to my office manager about it, um, you know, cause she's single, I'm single, you know, and she's like, you know, she's, she's, she's older than me. And she's like, you know, she's got two grown kids and like, she's like, I'm happy. Like I'm, I'm used to doing what I'm doing. But like, we were talking about like meeting people and she's like, everybody's crazy. I'm like, yeah, they took everybody. They locked them away for two years. And now they're like releasing them back into the wild again. <laughs> it's like, everybody's craziness is like, 
here we are. Like we're back on the sites. We can go out but I again. Think a lot of people forgot how to interact with other humans. 100%. 100%. Um, and it's so interesting. I'll have to, we'll have to talk at another time because I am very interested. Like, I'm so curious as to what it's like from a guy's perspective. The only guy I know that's on, on the apps is my brother. He's 23. So it's very different. Um, he's not like looking for a <laughs> serious relationship. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I'll send him things guys say to me and he like thinks it's funny. I'm like, no, it's not funny. But so like, I would be interested in like the kinds of girls you're seeing and like what their profiles look like for sure. Well, it's Cause I have like, no insight into what that's like. It's kind of like the same thing you were saying. Like I see a lot of the same people on, you know, it's yeah. like, you know, the same people on, I see him on Hinge, then I see him on Bumble, uh, I see him on Tinder. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then it's like, I'm, they're seeing me too. So it's like the same, we're all seeing the it's same people. So true. I know. We're like this island of misfit toys that no one, that they haven't come and picked up yet. Uh, so it's, it's, it's weird, but I think it's the pits. I, I hate the dating apps, to be honest. I'm on them because like, you know, I'm trying to be proactive. I know. Um, but like, you know. No. I'm sappy and I really think like one day I'm going to walk into a place and like wind's going to blow and music's going to play and that's how I'm going to meet somebody. You're going to have a meet cute. Well, that's, yeah. I just talked to my best friend about it today and I just said to her like a few hours ago, I think I need a break um, because I am getting really down on it right now. But then if I take a break, I feel like I'm wasting time because I like you, when you mentioned your coworker, I feel like I just got divorced at a weird age because like, I want to be married and have kids. Yeah. And I'm at that age right now. where like guys, my age that want those things either are doing that with someone right now, or they don't want it. And so I felt like if I got divorced either older or younger, or if I didn't want kids, it would probably be different. Cause I could just go out and have a bunch of fun, whatever. Um, but I'm like, I like to say, I picked this up on a dating TikTok or podcast or something. Like I am dating with intention. Yeah. And so, um, that's why I'm like, you know, I'm not getting any younger here. And so it's like, if I take a couple months off, I feel like it's a setback and it's not anyone else making me feel like that. It's all pressure I put on myself, you know, to totally get it. Cause I, yeah. I feel the same way. Like, you know, I'm like, I'm done with these things. And it's like, you know, but then I feel like I'm, I'm behind, but you know, you you mentioned the age thing and it is a, it's a it depends what age you are because it's definitely yeah. I think easier for younger or much older people because totally. i'm i'm 42 so my age the age range i'm looking at it you have people that are either at the point where they're like my clock's ticking i want to get married i want to have kids and i myself personally do not want children so oh, okay. that knocks me right out of that loop um people who have kids which i'm not opposed to dating somebody who okay. has children but my preference would be not yeah. Um, one, because I'm I'm not a good role model and a figure for a child. Well, I don't. I mean, you're very close with your nephew, right? Yeah. So I get my I have two nephews and a niece, and yeah. I get I get yelled at all the time because I, <laughs> I I laugh at everything <laughs> they do. Well, that's why it's different. It would be different probably, but I totally respect if you know you don't want them, then you know you don't want them. Yeah. I mean, at one point when I was younger, I I did, but as I get older, I start like doing the math. Like, okay, let's say. This year I had a kid. I'm going to be 43 in August. Um, so I'm 53 when the kid's 10. I'm like, that to me, like, I don't want it. I didn't, I didn't want to be an older dad. When I was younger, I wanted to have kids, like, you know, because I, yeah. but as I get older and stuff like that, it's just like, you know, it's not really a priority for me. And I think that that takes me out of a, right now at this point, it's, I'm out of a lot of people's games for that because like, you know, especially women who are from 35 to 40 who are recently single or maybe even mm -hmm. like yourself getting out of uh, a marriage that still want that. Yeah. You know, like it's, let's get that to business. I don't want to waste time. And I, I don't blame them. I don't want to waste anybody's time either. But from a perspective of a woman in that boat, I appreciate that you are honest and you're not just, Oh, well, you know what? I can go out on a couple of dates, have fun, let her think I want kids or this or that, even though, you know, you don't, because yeah. that's like way worse. So props to you because there's a lot of guys that that wouldn't matter to them. It's just about what they want, you know? Oh, absolutely. Cause I, listen, like I said, I don't want anybody to waste my time and I'm mm -hmm. not going to waste anybody else's time. Like, yeah, that's I don't, how I feel too. yeah, it's not worth getting into the whole, you know, cause what am I really doing? I'm going to, I string somebody along and like at, the, at a point where like maybe things are getting serious, be like, Oh, by the way, like I, I lied to you. I, I really don't want those kids. So, well, so you don't want kids, but do you want to be married? Yes, I do. I um, okay. I thought I thought you did. Yeah. 
Like I wouldn't, yeah. My sister in law said, like we were talking about this a couple weeks ago, and she was like, you know, just because you don't want kids doesn't mean you can't find somebody and be happy. I'm like, no, I I know that. I I, I do yeah. want that. Like, yeah, I would totally be married because you know, like I have, you know, man child things I want to do at my wedding. I want to have us walk down the aisle after we get married to a thing of lightsabers in the air. I want to come into wrestling entrances. I want want, like all these stupid things that no one will go for. No, I don't think that's stupid. You know, I am divorced now, but we had a DeLorean at our wedding. That's amazing. Yeah. So, I mean, because Back to the Future is my favorite movie. And um, I found a guy that had them and was renting them. And I said to my mom, like, I will pay for it. But like, I really want this. And she's like, I don't, if you can get the car in the building, like go for it. (laughs) But um, so yeah, no, as far as, I, I don't think stuff like that's stupid. I'm really into stuff like that. I, I've never seen Star Wars, but I know I that used to be my fun fact on my hinge, like thing that su- would surprise you. I've never seen Star Wars. I do like to see but, that, though, because I feel like it's something now I could teach somebody and, and we can have, you know, and that's the bond thing. over I it. Know there's a, I've seen. OK, so I guess I've seen one of them when I was married. It was like my husband's birthday and he really wanted to see. It was one of the ones, like one of the newer ones. Maybe okay. not the first one, but the second one. I, I really couldn't even tell you. I know Adam Driver was in it, so I know it was new. Yeah, but he was Kylo Ren. So I know it's like not, and it's like you got to watch them in like a different order than they came out, apparently, which is confusing to me. No, no, you watch them in the same order they came out. It's just the numbers but don't make can- sense. Yeah, because okay, episodes um, four, five, and six uh, were first, then the which, prequels. That doesn't make sense to me, Anthony. I just don't get that. It's just, it makes sense if it's, you know, because it's, it, it makes sense if you watch it because okay, all right, that's all the right. main story. That's like the basis of like, you know, the world that you're getting into. Yeah. And now the prequels are leading up to that. And then they have the, the future. It just, it makes a lot of sense when you watch them. Yeah. But yeah, no, that's what you're into. And so I totally, I would say, yeah, I just wasn't sure like if you, you know, wanted just like a serious relationship or if no, you were I, like, no, I would like to be married. hundred percent. I would get married. That's, you yeah. know, that's never, and I never like, you know, like I'll joke about like not wanting, you know, not, you know, wanting wife and kids, but like that, but no, but a hundred percent, I would definitely get married. Cause I, I you know, yeah. I feel you, you know, it's, I wanted to, you know, get to the, you know, the rela- a serious relationship and then like, you know, take it to that point where that's where you take it to it's, it's marriage. And, yeah. I would like that, you know, just say I have a wife, you know, you know, and um, it's going to angrily bang on the table. That's my wife like that, like, uh, <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, what I was going to say, you have this on the on TikTok and on your Instagram page, you show like these profiles and like you'll comment on them and do things like that. It, any of those guys seen them and said anything to you? Nobody has. I think only because I'm not popular enough, like in... <laughs> In that realm, um, there are a few like Chicago, like TikTokers doing the same thing I'm doing. Um, they have like 10, 15,000 people and they are followers and they will say they get texts about it. Okay. Um, I also was a little proactive and I turned off the setting on TikTok where if someone has your phone number, like you can say suggest me or like don't suggest me. And I definitely toggled to don't suggest me <laughs> because I delete phone numbers, but I don't know if. They do. I could be in a bunch of guys' phones, and then they're seeing yeah. these TikToks. I um, never delete numbers, so I know. Yeah, I'm like one of those people. And to be fair, I was going to say two things. One, I didn't really. I try. I'm trying to branch out on TikTok. I didn't start doing them to be like a dating TikTok thing. Um, but sometimes the sounds just fit really well, and so I'm like, okay, they do. Well, that's, <laughs> you know what I mean? I think that's how my first one happened. Like the sound just fit really well. Um. Shoot, what was I going to say? Oh, I will say I'm almost 100% positive. None of the videos I've ever made are anyone I actually went on a date with. Okay. Um, I'm almost sure it's always just people I've either talked to or seen. Um, And with the exception possibly of some things about my divorce, um, I... No, I was going to say, no, that is a lie. Not my current, my most recent relationship, my first relationship after my divorce from last year. Some of them are about him. That That is true. So never mind. I lied. That's, no, that's fine. As I write jokes about exes all the time. That's, or yeah. that's the best part about, you know, having that platform. I, I love it. And I like when someone's in the audience that knows them and knows the situation. And then like, I see them <laughs> afterwards. Uh, that to me is even more like gratifying. Well, 
And if you don't want a joke made or a TikTok or an Instagram post, then don't act up. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. So Don't be the pits. That's it. Exactly. Exactly. It's not hard to be a good person. No, it really, it really isn't. Um, yeah. That's, that's, just, that's the thing. I mean, like, you know, we're all adults here. Like, you think about it. We're adults. We're all just trying to find the same thing. Just be honest yeah. with people. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't so, no, I haven't. That hasn't happened yet. Knock on wood. Um, who knows? Maybe that day is coming. We'll see. You know, it's it's funny, like you got you were talking about um, your most recent relationship. And one of the things that you know I, I messaged you about this was the tap water thing. Um, mm, yeah. Which I find absolutely hilarious because I am right now I'm drinking tap water. And this is. Are you? Th- right from the tap. It's delicious. I'm drinking a McDonald's Diet Coke. Okay. <laughs> Nothing wrong with a DC. I, I enjoy Never. it myself. Um, yeah. But it's just funny, like that was like the tap water. <laughs> it's like a thing. I'm like, wait, I drink tap water. I'm like, maybe this is my issue. No, and I just had this conversation <laughs> this weekend with my friend and her mom. We were talking. I said, you know, we never really fought. That was really the I, – I can think of two fights. That was one of the two. It wasn't a huge fight. It was an argument where I was very annoyed about it. And it is something stupid, but in the moment to me it wasn't stupid. And my friend's mom said, well, I drink from the tap. I said, it's not about that, though. Like, <laughs> never mind. Well, you know, it's funny, uh, but I thought about it wasn't a dating thing that I thought of, but like years ago, I had another podcast with uh, a, a comic of my, my buddy and we had a guest on my, my friend, Brian McKenna, who's a stand up comic. Uh, go check him out. I am Brian McKenna on Instagram. He opens to Jim Brewer. He's absolutely hilarious. He actually does a joke about me. It's on his album. So go, go, go uh, listen to that. But he came, to, he was a guest on the show and he's like, Hey, can I get a water? I'm like, yeah, I got to get you a glass. I got tap water. And he's like, you don't have bottled water. I'm like, no, I have water i drink out of the tap it's delicious and he's like you have a guest like how do you not have a bottles of water for your guests i'm like thank you because i drink water he goes what happens when a girl comes over i'm like she drinks water the tap water this is what she asks for she wants water this is what she gets i got ice i'll put ice in it i'm a gentleman but i'm uh, you know i don't have i don't have bottles of water I mean, yeah, I don't. And again, some people really don't care. Um, I just don't like the way it tastes. And again, it was like it was like indicative of a bigger issue in that situation. <laughs> like if I came to your house or his house yeah. for the first time and you were like, oh, I don't have bottled water. OK, but OK. So if you started dating a girl seriously and mm-hmm. she had mentioned a few times that she preferred to not drink from the tap, I feel like you'd buy. I have in the past. From, yes, there's been yeah, bottled water. water from Costco yeah. for three dollars she would have bottles for months at that point. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I, I, I did. I, when I was, when I was dating someone serious, they like, they wanted bottle, there was bottled water in the house and like, yeah. you know, other girlfriends, I mean, they liked other things that was in the house. Yeah, exactly. It's just kind of what you do. It's nice. It is. Um, but you know, there is the thing I think, I think I fall into this thing too. When guys have been single for a while, it's like, you know, we're in, we're like in the wild. We're not, we're not trained. Yeah. Oh no, I know. I know. We're but outdoor also- cats. It's like <laughs> you're, you're feral. <laughs> yeah, we're outdoor cats. Like we don't, we don't get it. like. Sometimes I'm, I'm like that kind of too. Like I sometimes think I have to be beaten over my head. Like I, I, I try, I try to do the right thing, but like sometimes I mess up on the little things. And you know, um, it's true though. I think when you're single for a while, you get used to being alone. You're used to your own routine, and it's hard to to when you meet somebody and get in a relationship to kind of mesh that together. And I think that's why relationships are so hard. No, I totally agree. And again, it's not like I'm perfect by any means. And I do think in general, I tend to be, I don't mean to like, I don't know how else to say it. Cause I don't mean to like pat myself on the back, but I'm like a fairly thoughtful person. So for example, I don't drink coffee at home. I don't make coffee. I have a curate cause I got it for my wedding. Um, he drank coffee. So I made sure to buy it. You know what I mean? And I'm like, again, yeah. what is it? two dollars for a thing of k cups from target it's no skin off my back for him to have something here that he wants um so i think it again it was like a bigger issue about like caring and showing how you care for other people um i joke that like my love language is all of them but like (laughs) acts of service i think is like probably probably if i had to pick one maybe acts of surface service or um Uh, words of affirmation. And so I just, that was where that came from for sure. But yeah, no, I also, I, I, when I started seeing him and he stayed over for the first time, I had said to one of my friends, it was like nothing about him at all, but I've been sleeping because the guy I dated before him would not stay the night and I couldn't stay there because I have dogs. Okay. So I was like, I have not had to like 
change my routine for anyone in like two years, really longer because when I was married, I'd been with him for so long. We lived together. So really I was so used to doing things my way. And so, yeah, I also, um, you know, it was, that was hard for me too. So I just think I had been in a relationship more recently. So it was easier for me to adjust. Oh, but yeah, I was like, wait, so if someone sleeps here, how am I supposed to like watch my TikToks until two in the morning? I don't. That is like, yeah, that is like crazy. When you, yeah, when you first start dating somebody and they do start spending the night, like it is crazy to be like, okay, now I have this whole routine that I have to change. Cause like I start sleeping, I sleep in the middle of the bed. Like I spread yeah. out. Like, oh, now, do you? Yeah. What's me? What do I, <laughs> like, That's so funny. No, I've always slept on the same side. And only recently I thought to myself, you have a king bed to yourself. Why do you sleep on the side? Like you're about to fall off. Why do you not sleep in the middle of the bed? You're training yourself. <laughs> well, and that's the thing. I just am such a creature of habit. I don't like change. I need like routine and structure. And so eventually it got better because you know like at first I'm like well I'm not gonna wash my makeup off because they need to see me without my makeup and then by the end I was like who cares that my skin's more important than him seeing me without my makeup on so I was like do we I got back into it but it took a while I got into it right before we broke up so you know that's how long it took but (laughs) it's it's hard to have to change um even even if it's good change it's, it's hard yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's you know, I think, like, you know, when when I first started dating somebody and they started spending the night, it's, like, I feel like I'm, like, I'm hanging on for dear life at the end of the bed. And it's, like, you know, then you yeah. get more comfortable and stuff. And, you know, my last um, girlfriend that actually spent the night, like, she didn't like sleeping in the same bed with me because, like, I, she was a light sleeper, hmm. uh, you know, and she would sleep on the couch. And that was really what she slept over. So, like, that was, yeah. all right. Like, that was, and she said, too, like, she goes, listen, I'll sleep over. I'm going to end up on the couch. I'm like, oh, okay, I'll be sleeping here. So whatever you do, yeah. like uh, once I go to bed, like g- game on, whatever you want to do. Like I, I'm not, yeah, I'm right? not conscious. So, um, but it is, it's true. Like, and then you get to the point where you have someone there, you're used to having somebody there. And then when they go, it's like, okay, I missed that too. But I know. so it is like, you know, you're damned if you do. Can you wait? Can yeah. you say that? On yeah, here? you can say that. On here. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna say you're damned if you do. You're damned if you don't. Yeah. <laughs> like, but you know, you are very open and honest about your relationships and dating history, and even your, your divorce. Like, was what was like the motivation to really be open and honest with the, the divorce? Was that to help you or to help other people? I think it was both. I think also because when I started my Facebook and my Instagram for Weight Watchers, um, my husband was like a big supporter of it. Like, you know, liking posts. He was in a lot of the posts. He had got a camera and I was using that like when I had my website and then I deleted that because I was like, I don't got time for that anymore. (laughs) Um, But so then people would start to say, I mean, you know, you have a lot of followers as well. Like if I don't even post a picture of my dog for like a week, someone's like, what happened to your dog? And that's fine. You know what I mean? Because you do kind of like open yourself up to that. Um, And I will say he left in August. I don't think I posted anything until March. Um, I could be wrong. It's not like I have gone back and looked, Um, but I felt like that's when I felt Cause I, I also was like, this thing happened to me that I didn't expect and didn't really understand like how to put into words, how badly I was hurting. Mm-hmm. Um, and every time I thought about it or talked about it, I was like a hysterical crying mess. And so I think for me, I did it eventually because other people I follow on Instagram had been honest about their separations or their divorces. And that really helped me a lot, like to know you're, Cause I didn't have any real close friends that were divorced. I'm the first person in my family to get a divorce. I was like incredibly embarrassed about it. So to have people who feel like strangers, but aren't yeah, um, really reach out to you and help you made such a difference. And then that's why when I know other people getting a divorce, even if we're not close, I will make it a point to reach out to them because I know how that feels. I know how alone it feels. Um, and my dad, we just had this conversation yesterday. He hates social media. He actually went on like a 10 minute rampage in the car about (laughs) it's like the downfall of society of Facebook but so he always will say to me I don't understand why you put all that stuff 
on there. And I'm like, I know you don't, but do you know why I do it? Because then it's for the messages I get or the texts I get from people saying, because you were so open and you were so mm -hmm. honest, it made me feel like I should leave or I could get through this or I know it's going to get better. And so that's why. And I think that's really why, especially like with the Weight Watchers Instagram community, yeah. any of us do that because we've all been where when you're starting on day one and you're so overwhelmed, we've all been there. And so it just, it just really, it was for me, but it was for other people too. Um, I guess is like the best way to explain it. A hundred percent. Like we said was right. Cause last night I did a live, um, talking about my, my struggles this past year, yeah. four months and, you know, talk about restarting today and everything like that. And it's true. Like I got a lot of messages, a lot of positive feedback, but it is, the community is there. It's very supportive. Yeah. Um, because I think, you know, we are all in the same boat as far as like wanting the same goal. Mm -hmm. um, we're all here. We're trying to lose weight. We're trying to get healthy. And it's true. Like you, I find myself opening up to about things on here that I would never talk about in private with people. Like I'm very, oh, yeah. you know, in like real life, I'm very, you know, private with that stuff. Like I don't talk about like, you know, even like with relationships, we we're talking about like, you know, only, I've only four women I brought home to me, my family. Um, cause it never, it gets, I wait till it gets to a certain point where it's going to be, you know, a real thing. And most of them just, sure. you know, in and out and stuff like that. So like for me to come on and talk about, you know, especially on this podcast when it's just me, I'm blurting out everything. And it's like, <laughs> oh my God, did I really just say that? It's cathartic. I think that yeah. too, which is why I was nervous about this being live because I don't, I don't know that I've had to ask Laura to edit anything out, but I'm sure I've thought about it. <laughs> so I just like sometimes get word vomit. Yeah, um, that's okay. And so I'll just like start rambling, but um, it's funny you say that because I also, this is not something I ever thought I would be doing. Um, and so it's funny because I am like usually more reserved, more quiet, more shy. And now it's like, well, I always feel like, well, you know what? Everyone has seen me cry on Instagram, cry on Facebook, yeah. really be vulnerable and open and honest. And so it's like, really, there's, I mean, there's certain things I won't talk about only because like, you know, my mom listens and stuff like well, that. Well, yeah, but also but, you need some kind of privacy. I mean, you need some exactly, exactly. And also too, out of respect, obviously for like, people I'm talking about and, and truly a lot of people I know follow me and there are things I won't ever talk about in regards to my divorce because there are people who know him and it's just like, yeah. I don't need to getting back to him. I mean, I know he's not listening, but it's just, so yeah, it's good to have like, um, like a boundary for sure. I definitely think I'm very jealous of people who can get on. Like I listen to girls got to eat. I don't know if you, Oh, we were saying you're not like super into podcasts, I guess, but <laughs> They're like very, my friend Emily um, calls it my smut podcast. Like they're very <laughs> out there. Yeah. Um, and even sometimes I'm when I, when I was working in an office, I was like, oh my God, my AirPods better not disconnect. Like nobody else needs to be hearing this. And like, I really can respect how open and honest they are. I cannot talk about stuff like that. So like yeah. for me, I can be like emotionally more vulnerable. And I think it's just helped me in real life to talk about my emotions because I get, I cry a lot. Um, if I'm sad, if I'm angry, like I can't help it. That's been something like, as I've gotten older, I used to like never cry. And so it just sort of help has helped me really, um, just know like, okay, well you say how you feel, what's the worst that's going to happen? Nothing, nothing. If yeah. they don't feel the same way or they disagree with you. Okay. That they're entitled to that, but it's better to get it out than to not talk about things. I think hundred percent, like, you know, it's, it's, it's funny that you're saying that, like, you know, People like, you know, because a lot of people who have weight loss accounts, it's separate than their regular Instagram page. And they Mine won't is, accept. Yeah. yeah, they won't accept people from their real life oh. onto these pages. I know people who haven't done that. Okay. Like, no, no. Like, no one from my real life will follow. I don't, want any, I don't want anybody seeing what I'm doing over here because they are being more vulnerable. They are crying yeah. on camera and stuff like that. Like, I didn't know people did that. I set my, I just, you know, it was this is my Instagram page and I just started right. showing everything on here. And it's funny because I have people like in the weight loss community that follow me. And I also have from the comedy world and I have my, okay. my friends and family from real life. So yeah. there are things I'm saying. Sometimes I said, I'm like, Oh, I'm going to get a lot of shit for that. Like that's going to, and it's true. My brother, like how many pictures does one person need of themselves doing things, <laughs> you know? And then like, well, comics will be like, you know, they'll like, they'll call me up. Like, who are you? Like, oh who is gosh, like, cause so they, funny. cause we're different when we're together. So it's just, it's, but but that's indicative of how people are as a whole. You are different with different people yeah. and not in like a weird, like 
psychotic way, but everybody is different. You're different with your Mm -hmm. work friends or, you know, you, I'm sure are very different with your comedy friends than your Weight Watchers friends. And, and I think that is, um, that's nice for them because then they kind of get to see different facets of, of their friend or their brother or whoever, but the same thing happens to me. Every time I do a podcast, I think, oh my God, did I say anything that any of my friends are going to get mad at me about? (laughs) And like, I never think I do because I'm not like, I'm not someone who's going to like say bad stuff about my friends anyway, but you just, I'm just, I don't know. Or like, um, someone will be like, Oh, you never told me this, but I heard about it on wine over matter. And I'm like, Oh, like, I don't, (laughs) it's just, so it is, it's, it's a fine line, but it's been like very like exciting for me to just sort of like try something new. I mean, I, when I went to, um, I went to junior college in my first year of college and I transferred to DePaul and I was so glad because at DePaul as a freshman, you had to take speech. Okay. And so I didn't have to take it because I transferred as a sophomore. Like that's how much I hate speaking in front of people. So to be doing like lives and podcasts and things like that, um, personally, it is a lot of growth for me. Uh, yeah. I mean, th- there are most people don't like speaking in front of people Ugh, and, no. you know, and that's why I think comics are, are a certain kind of crazy people because <laughs> we love being in front of like the more people, the better but you put us in a room, you know, a lot of us in a room with people and we, we, you know, we tense up and yeah, we're not that, that open about it. So like for me to come on here and talk about something like weight loss and mm-hmm. even then it's, for me, it was easier to talk about when I was being really successful. And now like when I'm struggling, that's even worse for me to talk about, but you know, I feel like it's time for me to hold myself accountable and, you know, and that, and that helps. Did you find like when you started to become public with the weight loss on Instagram, was it, was it just accountability or was it uh, really just to maybe, again, help people in their journey? Um, I It definitely was accountability. Um, I'm trying to even think how I even started it because I also worked for Weight Watchers. And I know, like, when you work for Weight Watchers, you have to be really careful what you're saying and posting about. And they're very strict about it. Um, I had, like... I had been in trouble like two or three times for things I had posted, um, which, so now it's like, I can say whatever I want, which is nice. Yeah. But, be honest uh, about things. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you don't have to give like the party line. Yeah. Um, so I think it started for accountability and then it kind of just was like recipes, which is a huge thing. Even now on TikTok yesterday, I was like somehow got onto food TikTok and was like sending myself all these TikToks oh of God. recipes I wanted to make. I go down that rabbit um, hole sometimes too. Yeah. You know, and I, I even, it's so funny because I'm normally never on food TikTok. And I was like, how did this happen? Well, it's because I keep liking them. So it just keeps showing them to me. So I was like, okay, stop doing that. And like get some other content <laughs> on your feed. Um, but yeah, and then it just, I don't even know really it just kind of like grew, I guess. Um, for me personally, it's funny. I have like had a lot more success on Facebook in terms of like, well, I guess, however you're going to count success, um, in terms of like followers or likes, definitely Facebook. I always get a lot more traction on there. Um, Instagram, I personally like more because I like the stories and things like that. And also Facebook has stories, but just truthfully, Facebook, there are way more people I know in real life that follow me on there. So there are definitely things I post on Instagram that I do not post on Facebook because I figure if the real diehards want to know, they'll be following me on Instagram and then I don't have to like embarrass myself any extra, I guess. I don't know. No, that's true. I mean, I I find myself posting more on Instagram. I, I enjoy Instagram more too. I think it's um, more of a true social media, like, you know, Facebook, I think it's become very like commercialized, a lot of ads and like things. Oh, the worst. Yeah. yeah. So I don't think feel it for me. I don't get that much traction on there. Um, okay. you know, so even with like doing the live here on the podcast, you know, it's, you know, that they shadow ban a lot of things and like, you know, if you're not paying for those ads, you know, you're not paying for the, the boost, you know, it does get hidden. People have said to me, Oh, you didn't go live this week. I'm like, no, I went live. Like, oh, I didn't get a notification. I always got one. Oh, okay. Oh, that's interesting because yeah. I will get comments from people or messages. I'll post a story and they'll be like, oh, so glad you're back. And I'm like, back from <laughs> where? I post every day. So I never, I, I do know what being shadow banned is. Mm-hmm. It never occurred to me that it maybe ever would have happened to me. But I mean, um, it's all, it's so weird. Social media is so weird it's these crazy. days. and it's crazy. And I really can't with the ads, the ads drive me insane. Ads, ads drive me insane. But again, I think it's, it's a good platform. Um, yeah. 
especially for what we're doing, like what Weight Watchers and, and WW and all that, like, because again, it, I think everybody leans on each other, especially like, you know, these last two years when we were isolated and we didn't have, you know, that human contact, you could just go on your phone and here are people mm-hmm. that are in the same boat with, you, with everything. And, yeah. you, you know, you felt very, you know, compelled to tell them things and share things with them. Um, and even like if you're not doing WW, we're all, I think anybody in the weight loss community is, is in that, is, is in that yeah. boat. And, you know, there's some people choose to do WW, some people choose to do keto and, and, and anything else. But I always find like, you know, we all have the same goal. We, we want it. We, yeah. we want it, you know, you know, be healthier in the end. But what made you come to WW and be like, okay, this is the program I'm going to do. This is what I want. Um, I had done it years ago and I had lost like 10 pounds and um, I don't know why I like ended up not sticking with it. Who who knows? But um, my dad is a doctor and he's always said that the only successful weight loss he sees where people keep it off is Weight Watchers. Like he will still say that now. And, you know, and so I had gone to the doctor for a physical I think I got married in October, 2015. And I think I must've gone in like June, 2016. Um, and she just was like, what's going on here? <laughs> like, this is not like what's happening. And I was like, I don't know. Like I just, I'd oh, I've always been bigger. Um, and I just was like, I just don't really like the way I feel. And she's like, all right, well, what are you going to do about it? And I like, literally was like, I am going to do something about it. And like, before I even left, I was in my car in the parking lot and I signed up for Weight Watchers in the car. Um, and I, it, it's always, I don't want to say easier when you first start, but it is, especially if I hadn't really, you have, you haven't been doing anything, um, because you're really into it and like your body is adjusting. And yeah. so like I dropped weight pretty quickly. Um, and so I just had been doing that. And then through social media, I had seen, they've did like a very limited, um, like, I don't even know what you would call it, but it was like a mental health Weight Watchers thing mm-hmm. where like you could go to the store, which there's a store super close to me or a studio. Um, and I went with one of my friends and they were like, oh, how'd you hear about it if you don't come to workshops? And I was like, oh, just from social media. And then one of them had said like, you should apply. And so I applied and then I, I worked there for a little bit over almost three years. Um, I was like laid off during COVID. So it kind of just became like a huge part of my life. Um, the accountability, especially like being an employee really helped me a lot. Um, one thing I will say, which I don't know, I don't know if most people know this, but as a Weight Watchers employee for a very long time, you did have to do a monthly weigh-in. Okay. Um, and that stressed me out so bad. Like it was terrible because as we all know, you're never the same weight any different time of day, depending on what you're wearing. If you go, you know what I mean? So like, you'd have to get weighed in by another staff member. So like your coworker. Um, oh my God. Like I could imagine that like at work. Hey, come over here. Yeah, I'm weigh in. Like, you know, I like obviously weigh myself with no clothes on at home in the morning. So like if I was working at six o'clock at night, I'll take my boots off or whatever, but I'm still like in my clothes. Yeah. And it was just like very stressful. I hated that. Um, no one ever said anything to me, but like, as I started to see my weight go up, it really was like making me very nervous. I was like, I don't know if you'll be fired. Like everyone was kind of like weird about what, what would happen to you. And like, what is the point of it? And then they did end up getting rid of that while I was still there. Um, and I felt a huge relief on that, but it really, other than that, because that really was very stressful and gave me anxiety every single month. Um, I really enjoyed being an employee. Um, it really, I at least knew it was helpful for me because then I could help everyone who was like, well, I don't know how to do this new program. I don't know how to do this app. And because if you don't go to meetings, you're on your own, which for a lot of people who are in the online community, they can figure it out. But a lot of the clientele are older and they don't know. I mean, people would come into an app academy and I'd say, okay, um, (laughs) do you have the app on your phone? And they're like, pull out like a flip phone from like 20 years ago. And they're like, no, how do I get it? So I'd help them. And then I'm like, well, what's your password for iTunes? I don't know. So it was just very, um, I was glad to have those tools to help people. Um, But if you're not, maybe younger, I, I would say if you're of a certain demographic and you're not tech savvy, it's a, it can be hard to follow. hundred percent. Cause I remember, you know, being in the workshops and you know, when new people would join, like I would actually help my, my, my leader would like ask if I could help them. So nice. yeah. 
Yeah. And I would, of course I would, you know, because I am, you know, more tech, sorry, I'm not the most tech savvy person, but I get the phone, I get what goes on. And it's like, you know, it is, yeah. it's scary because one, I mean, you think about like what it is when you join, you're stepping into this thing. There's a lot going on. Like you're going to get on a scale. There's going to be a number there that you did not want to see. I mean, that's I obvious why you're popping in. And then now they're going to be like, okay, here's this, go on that. Here you go. And like, you're walking back to your seat with all these papers. And then it's like, I know going and you know, it's, it's great that they have that app and it's great that the app has so much information, but yeah. it's true. You have to know how to navigate through that. Um, I actually, I spoke at one of the, the team meetings that they had oh, um, the digital, the digital team that's yeah. in charge of the app. Uh, they have like a member come and speak every year at their, at their, oh, their meeting. Awesome. And, um, like I, I yelled at them because they couldn't change, you couldn't change the name on, uh, connect. Oh yeah. That's how they can, they told, they like, they're like, hold on, it's in the works. Like it's going to happen. Like, you know, um, like three years later it happened. Yeah. It was like exactly three years later it happened because my, I've told this story a number of times here on the podcast, but my handle was my ex-girlfriend's name. Oh no. Because I had done Weight Watchers so many different times when I re-signed up I would pick a new name and like at the time she was like I was like I don't know what to put and then she was there I'm like I'll just put your name as my username and I'm like oh be motivation like you know blah 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 oh, no. and so like I didn't know that like when I left and came back a couple of years later there'd be a social media attached to it and <laughs> people would screenshot my my connect name and oh, send no. it to me like did somebody hack you is this you like i'm like you're like i wish they hacked me yeah my my brother found it like when he joined he was like oh my he's gosh. like so your name's jessica like what's that so you were like the first person to change your name on connect when that became an option i'm day one did they yeah. as soon as they rolled it out i was like perfect here we go well that was i'm trying to think yeah no because mine was my which actually today i realized my skype name is my married name which i have to change because i haven't used skype in like two years probably but same thing it was like court smith whatever on connect and at the time i was like oh i hate this like i want to be rid of this name and you couldn't change it and like within the last was it like six months you could so i did i'm coco loses on connect now because i like to try and be like uniform anyway um i can't even use comic anthony d because i used it 10 years ago Oh, that stinks. So what is your connect name? It's KMF podcast. It's, you know, oh, it's, okay. yeah, I use the podcast name. That's what I yeah. really put on there now is, is, you know, maybe I'll put now that I'm getting more serious back into it. I'll put yeah. like my food and stuff up there, but you know, um, I, I use it for that really. And like, you know, people reach out to me through there too, which is nice, but, uh, it's, it's a great platform. It is. I especially think if you don't have other like Weight Watchers social media, yeah. I don't even know the last time I posted on Connect though, because between Facebook and Instagram, it's like that takes all of my focus and mm-hmm. I haven't been posting on Connect. Yeah, it's a backup for me. Like, cause, yeah, once again, Instagram takes up a lot of my time. And, yeah. um, you know, but it's it's good to have. Um, we're winding down here and I just wanted to talk a little bit, uh, nothing not off topic as far as weight loss and um dating but you're uh, from the chicago area yeah uh first question socks or cubs oh white socks okay i'm you know it's like the i've no people from chicago usually cubs is always the it is uh i would say so every time someone asks me this question i tell this story i heard a long time ago i don't even know where i heard it somebody had said if the world series was ever the cubs and the socks and the Sox won, the newspaper would not say White Sox win World Series. It would say Cubs lose World Series. Okay. And it's so true. But, like, growing up, we my, – my dad had season tickets to the Sox. We went to a ton of Sox games. We were always, like, south side baseball. I've been to two Cubs games, which actually seems crazy. It should seem like it would be a lot more. Um, and they're fun, but it's just, like, a different vibe. And for me, like, growing up, totally like, the Sox it. was our thing. So that's, like, why, yeah. I totally get it because, you know, I'm New York, uh, there's the Yankees and the Mets. Yeah. I'm a Yankees yeah. fan. And there's no way I would I, – I don't like going to Met games. I can count – you know, as a kid, I went a little more because my cousins were Met fans. But, like, as an adult, I can count on my hand the amount of Met games I went to because I, I don't yeah. like the Mets. and. In hockey, we have the Islanders and the Rangers. I'm an Islander fan, and that's kind of okay. like the team. The Rangers are like the main team, and the Islanders are like a secondary team. Okay. Um, but I, so I root for, I root for the Islanders, so I kind of get like 
both of those, you know, how, how that is. And I was always just curious, like when someone's from Chicago, what they root for. And you're obviously a Bulls fan too, right? Yes, that was something we, I just had this conversation with my dad and my brother at Christmas. We were talking yeah. about like who the, the greatest of all time is, Michael you Jordan. know. Um, yeah, exactly. And so we so, were saying, they were saying the debate and, you know, feel free to chime in is like between like, well, between LeBron, we were talking about Kobe, LeBron and Michael. And I said, out of the three of us, like I have seen Michael, my brother had seen Kobe and LeBron and my dad yeah. had seen Michael and LeBron. So none of us had seen all three of them. Um, and my dad was like, wait, when did you ever see Michael play? And I was like, did you like do you have dementia? <laughs> we went to the games all the time. He like doesn't yeah. remember, but again, they are, uh, we had, they had season tickets for that too. And we would go, my parents went a lot and they'd always bring back like whatever the souvenir was, yep. wasn't, it was before bobbleheads. I was like lunch boxes, water bottles, bull stuff. But, um, yeah, they took my sister and I to bulls games all the time. I, I mentioned uh, that cause they broke my heart every year. I'm a Knicks fan. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well. So <laughs> I, I got into the NBA in the early nineties, which to okay. me, I mean, I'm, I'm going to sound like an old man here, but late 80s, early 90s, to mid 90s was to me the best time in the NBA. And the Knicks and the Bulls had this crazy rivalry. And every year it was a heartbreaking defeat um, that I hated. I hated the Bulls. Like I, I hated Michael Jordan. That's why I could, I can honestly say this man is the greatest basketball player to ever live. I've seen Kobe play live. I've seen Kobe destroy the Knicks. Uh, yeah. I went to a Knicks game. The only one I've ever seen Kobe play, you know, playing the Lakers, the Knicks were up by like 20 at half and Kobe just went off like oh, wow. in the second half. So like I respect Kobe. I put him number two as far as like in that order. And LeBron, yeah. I don't even rank. I, I'm not a big LeBron fan um, because I've seen Jordan just take over games and series and just, and after watching The Last Dance... I was just going to ask you. I assume you watched it. I loved love it. it. I actually yeah, have so um, an MJ23 cigar waiting for me. Um, I, if oh, I hit, okay. If I, you know those cigars he was smoking? Those big... Those are Cuban yeah. cigars. Okay. And they just got even rarer because the guy who makes those became a United States citizen, so he's no longer going to be making... Oh, interesting. So there was only a handful of those left in the world. My, my friend has them. And he, you know, I said last night on my live... That my goal is to be down fifty pounds by my birthday in five months okay. in August. Yeah, and he goes, "You hit, you come within ten pounds of that goal." He goes, "This is one of these are yours." So that's like that's good motivation there. Very, as, that's actually motivated me more than than anything else because I'm a cigar <laughs> guy. Yeah. So that cu- that Cuban that's very rare that only like one day they won't exist anymore, and they were made just like for Michael Jordan. They were like yeah, made for him because I remember when I watched that I'm like, what is he smoking? Because I'm like I'm like I've never seen anything like that. Um, and then him just talking oh, about. You know, being, you know, those games and stuff, there was no doubt that he's like the greatest of all time. And, you know, you guys got to see that, which is awesome, you know, because I didn't, I never, I had that, like, you know, I guess Jeter wasn't the greatest of all time, but he was that kind of iconic player. Um, Yeah. And Chicago also, for me, is one of my favorite cities uh, for rom coms to take place. Oh, yeah. Uh, I love a good Chicago rom-com. Don't ask me why. I just like the background of the city. It works well with romantic comedy. And my most underrated one is Kissing a Fool. I don't know if you've ever seen that. Um, Wait, is that... Okay, this is not... Okay. I'm... <laughs> is is that a Doug Ellen movie? I think so, yes. With David Schwimmer and uh, Jason Lee. I'm almost positive. So Doug Ellen created Entourage. You watch Entourage, right? Oh, yeah. Okay, so I, I do listen to their podcast. I'm obsessed with it. Um, and I know they're all like from Long Island. And so um, some of the stuff you're talking about, it's like, I feel like I'm listening to them, the stuff they talk about on their podcast. Yeah, he's a big time. Islander fan. The guy who plays E is a huge Islander fan. Yes, yeah. So like E and um, drama, because they're all like from New York, really. Yeah. But so um, they reference Kissing a Fool all the time because I think it was like one of the only movies that Doug Ellen directed. I, I'll have to verify it, but I'm almost positive. I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure it. it was, but you know, like I, I, I see that movie. And I, is So the, the Metro is a real place? Yeah. Oh yeah. For okay. concerts. Yeah. Okay. And the Green Mill or the Mill, that's a real place too? That I don't know, but prob- okay. I mean probably. Because he did like comedy at... Um, at what you know, at uh, at one of those places, like he, it was an open mic night, 
and like, like Second City or the I.O. or something. No, it was actually at the, at the mill. I think it was an open mic at okay. the mill. And it was one of the things where he was going to get up there and, and he was horrible. He bombed. But like, you oh. know, it was just as a comic, I was like, well, that's not how it should be. And then the guy, that guy doesn't <laughs> like that guy. Yeah, I kind of was picking right. that scene apart. Um, but no, I love, I like the background of Chicago for a man of comedy. Uh, better than New York, to be honest. Um, I'll have to watch it. I've never seen it. Chicago, uh, last year or maybe this year at Christmas, we also, my family realized a lot of the best Christmas movies take place in Chicago. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation took place. Those movies. Home Alone. Home Alone. Uh, Christmas with the Cranks, which I rank it as one of the best. I love that movie. I saw that, I saw that we theaters. We watch it every year. We watch it every year. Um, Un- underrated movie. But the Christmas Story, I think, technically takes place in Indiana, but I think they're so, but you know, close enough. Yeah, the the um, you're right. Like you know what it is the whole thing with uh, like John Hughes movies all take place in yeah, in uh, in that area, Shermer, Illinois. Um, yeah, which is not a real place; it's a made up place, right? It is. Have you seen Jane's Talent Bob? They yes, that's why that. I'm thinking they, that's yeah. that'd be yeah, me like going like, to a place. I'd be like, oh, I'm looking for Shermer, that's Illinois. What he says. He's like, there is no Shermer, Illinois. Movies are bullshit. <laughs> That's so, like one of my favorite movie quotes. So that's why I want to go to this. this weird, like I want to go to places based on th- like Chicago. I want to go like. Have you been? To no, Chicago? I've never been to Chicago. Well, when, you know, Laura and Steph and I keep saying they're going to come. So maybe they when they come, you come and everybody could. We could do like a big get together. Love that. Would that. Be really fun. My, my I don't know if you know uh, Biz. She lives in that area. My, oh, bi- yeah, my yeah, busy no, kitchen. I've met Biz like two or three times. Love her. She's she's the best. Uh, I've had her on here. She's just like uh, uh, we became friends in real life, and you know yeah. she's awesome. And um, so I still haven't made that pizza though. And I'm oh, I it's good. I'm not great with the dough or like two ingredient dough. Like I have a trouble with dough. Um, <laughs> I it gets all over my hands. It sticks to the counter. It's just like I get so frustrated and it's so messy. So I have stopped even attempting anything. With dough, I'm pretty good at it. I just, I'm just like you know, I'm a procrastinator by nature, and I keep like I'm like, oh, I'll, I'll get it here. I'm like, I, I've always forget to get the stuff for it. I know it's two ingredients, but I still. Just... Well, and I know a lot of people freeze it too, and yeah. then you can use it. So if you make a big batch, but you know, um, we're gonna say when you come instead of if you come. So okay. when you come to Chicago, I'm almost positive they have a um tour you can take for um, my best friend's wedding and it'll show you like where a lot of the, yeah. So if you're like a Chicago rom-com guy, yes. that's like the peak. I feel like, yes, that is one of my favorite movies. Um, Ugh, so, so I love it so much. Like I'm actually, I'm going to California in October. I'm going oh, to, you are? yeah, I'm going to San Diego, but I'm also going to do like a day trip to LA. Um, oh, nice. And I'm, I, I want to see the 90210 house. That's the real oh, reason I'm going to. I, you are. I forget. You are so into 90210. Now, if you I've I love Los Angeles and I've done a ton of the movie stuff there. So we'll mm-hmm. have to talk and I can give you lots of tips because they have just the best locations, obviously. Yeah, I want to see Castle Walsh. That's really uh, that's what is I have. The house still there. The house is still there. And I actually I oh, have I have a 90210 tattoo. Um, oh, you do? Yeah, if you can see it, like it's. Oh, yeah. Oh, so yeah, yeah it's the, like the okay. So I met Tori Spelling and Jenny Garth two years ago, maybe almost three okay. years ago now. They do. They were doing a tour, um, Jenny and uh, Tori live, and they talked about nine hundred two and and stuff like that. And so th- sure. there was a meet and greet afterwards, and I went in the back, and there they are, and I was like, I showed them. I was so excited to show my tattoo. I'm like, wow. I'm a fan. Jenny Garth was a little creeped out by it. She was. You didn't even see the picture of us together. Tori loved it. She's like, oh, my God, that's amazing. I've never seen, like, a oh, guy have a non internal tattoo before. Uh, so, which is kind of upsetting because, like, Kelly and Brandon are my favorite couple of all time. So Yeah. There's nothing worse than when you meet someone you really like and they're not, like, what you expected or hoped. And you're kind of like, that's a little disappointing. I didn't think she was that creeped. Like, I'm looking at it. Like, here's a 40-year-old man with a 90210 tattoo. He's by himself uh, because I had a <laughs> – I'm sorry. I feel like there's way weirder things than that that she's probably encountered. Well, maybe not there because, like, again, I was like, I was like one of the only guys there without their girlfriend. Yeah. Um, okay. So what happened was they announced this this tour, and they announced Morristown, New Jersey, first, which is okay. like two hours away from me. I got so excited, I just went online and bought the Morristown meet and greet. Right. And then two hours later, they announced Long Island. 
So it was oh, like, no. yeah. So it was like, oh, I already spent like the money. I'm not going to do it twice because I'm going to be here two days before. Yeah. So I, but I know people in Morristown. So I got to hang out with them before. So it, was, it, was, it was okay. But like, I would have known people going to this event and it was like, I would have been able to hang out with them and maybe even sit sure. with them together. It, it looked weird when I was waiting online. <laughs> it was like, I was the only guy without his girlfriend there. And like, I'm going up. Like, no. Everyone likes what they like. It's not like you were dressed up like Kelly. That might have been. That would have been weird. No, I had I had a 90210 shirt on. Um, so, yeah, I definitely was like, no, I'm here for the Atlas. I have I make no apologies for the things I like. Like it's because you know, I hang out at a cigar lounge most nights. Yeah. And the guys there are more like your typical, like stereotypical men that, like you know, right. they don't like the things I like. So they make fun of me yeah. a lot for it. Um, like even like. The hostess that works there saw me on Bumble, and my my Bumble thing is I'm Brandon looking for Kelly. That's my. Oh, cute! If yeah. anybody gets it, and like they were making fun of me about that the other night because they finally found out what it is. Uh, but yeah, I don't apologize for liking these things. I I, I am well, who I am. Exactly, and it's like in terms of Bumble, a girl who gets it will get it, and she'll think it's funny. Well, that's why I um, want to get it. Yeah, absolutely, hundred percent. Yeah, exactly. I had like a very niche friends quote as my opener for a while and everybody was like no one's gonna get it and I said the right guy will get it and then I did end up changing it and I just saw a guy a couple of weeks ago with the same quote in his profile it's meant to be well we matched and he was a creep so I don't know it wasn't that, meant to be <laughs> no it wasn't <laughs> you were meant but to find like, out he was a creep so right like <laughs> but yeah no I um I did get into 90210 obviously I don't I don't know how old I was when it was on. I got, had bought the DVDs like from a disc replay, like use my yeah. ex-husband was like into the show. And so we watched it and then I kept watching it. He was like, okay, I've had my fill. And I was like, no, I need to keep watching it. But I really liked it a lot. Yeah. I love the show came out in 90. I was 11 okay. years old. I was 11 years old. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, I'm old. Uh, <laughs> no, you're not. Yes, I am. So I was like hooked like when the show came on because Here's like the thing. It was like I was 11, and this is like a teenage show. I'm like, oh, I'm yeah. a teenage show. Like, and I just I I've seen every all 293 episodes a million times. I can spy. I spot like when there's they use the same actor for different roles. Like it's just oh, like I so I funny. notice all those things. And um, it, to and me, you it's, ever thought David Silver was going to grow up to marry Megan Fox? Megan Fox. Yeah, I'm I, telling you. Somebody said the other day. Actually, we were talking about it. Someone's like, you know what? That Brian Austin Green guy's done nothing, and one guy's like, he married. Megan Fox. Like, so what else do you have yeah, to do? I also think did he win Dancing with the Stars? I think he might have. I. I oh, I mean, you know, not nothing. No, but, he's. You know. Hey, listen, he's he's done all right for himself. Yeah, that's all anybody could hope. Put for. it that way. All right, before yeah. before we get out of here, um, do you want to uh, plug anything or give your handles out again? Oh sure, yeah, uh, I have to try to remember. So where they could find on, you? <laughs> yeah, on on Instagram. Uh, my like Weight Watchers health page is um, Coco Loses. It's also Coco Loses on Facebook. Um, if you want to follow the horrors of online dating in your 30s on Instagram, that's see Coco Date. And then on TikTok, I believe it's Coco Talks, like T-O-K-S. I'm almost positive. So um, any of those places, I'm around. Well, Courtney, thank you so much for being on the podcast tonight. This thank hour, you for having me. This was so fun. Yeah, this hour flew by and definitely it want sure to have did. you on again. Uh, hopefully you come back and join us. You name the time and the place and we'll start working on your trip to Chicago. We'll do, maybe we'll do like a, a crazy live with all of us from Chicago, like a one, like a big that podcast. That would be so fun. That would really be really fun. Well, I'm going to keep listening to you on the Why Don't Matter podcast with the dating thank updates. You. And once again, thank you, Courtney, so much for being on the podcast. Uh, and we'll definitely have you back again soon. Thanks, Anthony. Have a good night. You too. And that has been episode 215 of the Keep Moving Forward podcast with me, your host, Anthony DiDomenico, coming to you live every Monday night, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, live on Facebook, also on Instagram at ComicAnthonyD, and while you're on iTunes, five-star rate and review. Please, it's very important. I'm begging you to do it. We are played in and out each week by Hollow and their single, Something to Believe. My best friend Nick wrote this song. It's available on iTunes, and while you're there, check out his new band, Demon Scar. 
They're dropping new music every month, including a live album, Demon Scar, live at Beery's. You can also go to demonscar.bandcamp.com. Long Island, only one place to go for your deli needs. That's Finn's Deli, 4646 Merrick Road in Massapequa. Tell my brother Mike you heard the plug on the show, and then get yourself an Uncle Cheese. Today is actually, the I think, the four-year anniversary of the Uncle Cheese sandwich. Three or four years ago, wasn't sure. I saw it on Facebook this morning. I should have prepped more and told you, but three or four years ago today, my brother made the Uncle Cheese sandwich. Definitely check it out, finsdeli.com. Once again, I want to thank everybody who joined us on Facebook and Instagram Live and everybody listening at home on your podcast, listening devices. This has been episode 215. I will talk to you next week.